Hey everyone and welcome to episode number 12 of how I got into the IVs. Now that you've prepared all your material and you're gearing up to fill in your applications, here are a few things you should know. As I've mentioned in my previous episodes, you need to start early. By that, I mean really early. This is so that you've sufficient time to prepare all your application material and submit well within time, avoiding last minute stress. If you need an idea of how much time you'll need, I've created an episode on this topic. You can refer to it as a plan. My next tip for you is to maintain a diary throughout the application process. This might seem a bit old-fashioned or even counterintuitive to some, but I feel it has really helped me in efficient planning and keeping everything together. I use this diary to note everything right from university specific information like deadlines and program structure to my recommenders details. Since everything was at one place, filling up applications didn't seem like a huge hassle. Some people do have different temporary and permanent addresses, and if you do, making careful note of them in this diary will also help minimize inconsistencies with your passport and other documents which have to be avoided at all costs. Maintaining a diary really helped me, and I think you should do it too. However, if you aren't a big fan of using a paper diary, a word document will also serve the same purpose. I applied for the fall 20 intake. So like me, if you intend to apply for the fall intake, your applications would open around August or September. To save time, you can fill in your basic details early on when the applications open and complete it later. Though I didn't do this, you can do it if it seems reasonable to you. Most of the universities review applications on a first come first serve basis. So the earlier you apply, the higher chances you have of getting an admit. That's why I suggest applying to ambitious universities early on to maximize your chances and then applying to safer universities further down the line. Also, for the first application you intend to fill, you could check what needs to be filled in what order before filling it up to familiarize yourself and avoid mistakes. Though I just mentioned applying to ambitious universities first and then to the safer universities on your list, be sure to apply to all the universities within their early decision or scholarship deadlines. Doing this would ensure you getting a decision early and also maximize your chances of winning a scholarship offered by the university. This means you'll have to plan well in advance as to which applications you want to submit first. As you go ahead filling up your applications, make sure that all your basic details match your passport. Maintaining consistency here would avoid visa related hassles later. Also, if you're an international student and your institution doesn't follow the American GPA scale of 4.0, you'll have to convert your GPA to the 4.0 scale. Most universities require you to enter an approximate GPA calculated using their suggested online tools. However, if they haven't suggested any tool as such, you can use the free WES iGPA calculator for this purpose, the link to which you'll find in this episode's description. 
However, if the university requires you to get your GPA converted using the WES credential services, you'll have to get that done. Generally, they need a WES course-by-course -course evaluation. Getting it done is expensive and a time-consuming process. So I'd say that you should go ahead with it only if you have multiple universities which require it. As you proceed, some applications do have separate sections for you to list your publications and any online courses that you may have completed. So if you've prepared these early, it gives you a competitive edge. Whereas if you still have time to fill in your applications, do consider taking up a project and publishing a paper or taking up an online course. This would help. You need to upload your transcript as a record of your undergraduate GPA. Generally, unofficial transcript PDFs are needed to be uploaded. But some universities might need you to mail them a physical copy. Do check the university website for this if you need to mail it and make sure it reaches there well within their deadline. As you head towards uploading your documents like your statement of purpose or your resume, sometimes specifics like file size limit or format might not be mentioned clearly on the department website. It might be so on the application portal. That's why do check these specifics and prepare your documents accordingly. And always double check what you've uploaded. Sometimes you might have to paste your SOP into a text box instead of uploading it, so do check that as well. In any case, don't cross the word limit on your SOP. Generally, the application ends with the recommendation section. Here, you'll have to enter your recommender's organization email address, contact number and work address. And lastly, do elect to waive rights to your recommendations. This is your right and you should avail it. You might be wondering whether you need to contact faculty to discuss your application. Personally, I didn't do it, nor have I heard of anyone doing it if they are targeting a master's program. However, the case with PhD programs is different. If you intend to apply for a PhD program, you should email a professor having similar research interests to discuss your work so far and your interest in their work. Do email them using your academic email address and not your personal email address as an email sent by a personal email address might end up in their spam folder. And finally, as you're done with all your applications, you just have to wait for all those admits to come in. I'm sure that you'll definitely get into your dream school. Good luck. Thank you for listening till the very end. If you like this podcast, do share it with your friends or anyone you think might need it. If you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave a review there. This will help interested listeners in finding this podcast. 
also i'd be glad to answer your queries if you want to ask me anything about the application process or anything in general please fill out the google form shared in this episode's description you can fill this form anonymously if you please in some time i'll create an episode answering all these questions so keep watching the space till the next episode Thank you.